Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Portable Pig Pen Equipped with Nikes. This is just talk from me to you. Well, from him through me to you, so that we can learn. Don't run from God because he will let you. There's always going to be a pig pen with your name on it. He'll meet you on the road when you return, all muddy and filthy and tired of running. But yes, he will let you run, and he will give you the resources to sin. Yep, Air Jordans and all. He will give you what you need to run as far away from him into the arms of sin. We are often punning. Why? Why would he go broke so that you can express your hatred towards the life he has promised you? 2 Corinthians 8, 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you, through his poverty, might become rich. Besides, what are you running from that might cause you to think he's going to come and rescue you? In life, what are you now running from? What are you currently running from, whereby you think, or are waiting for, someone, anyone, to come and rescue you? Are you seeking attention or solution? Is that the example that the Bible gives us? Did God go running after the prodigal son? Did he buy an ATV and chase him down in the desert to try to stop him from committing all those sins, from hurting himself and others, from going broke, from spending his future today, or from pigging out? Nope, God didn't do that. But however, God didn't also reject him. God didn't hate him. God did forgive him, and in some strange way, I don't believe God held him accountable for doing all that stuff, but rather set him free from repeating all that stuff. Also, oddly enough, his process revealed that his brother possibly had greater issues than the pig pen, and although he might have thought he was above such hubbub, he did show that he, in fact, may have had the wrong motivation about his work ethic and relationship with God. But more on that next never. Are you a repeat offender? Do you continue to make the same mistakes missing the mark, which is sinning against God? but yet not confessing that you are sinning against God? Do you know that confessing your sins opens the door to repentance, which opens the door to God's power to set you free? So it's like this. You cannot be set free from your current mess until you are sure it's a mess. That is, that you believe you are personally a mess. Your decisions are off, incomplete of the necessary knowledge to solve most problems, lacking wisdom and understanding, whereby you do not have the ability to make the right decisions in the right time. And your life, absent from any healthy, disciple-making quality Christians who you know could help you. If you get mad because you got caught, you're not in a repentant state or position. You're in a state of pride. And to my knowledge, Satan fell without any input from any of the other angels who also fell with him. He did it all on his own. And that's what pride is. It is making decisions all on your own, because nobody has figured it out more than you. And because you are in this state, you will need the assistance of somebody who can actually see you through the eyes of the Holy Spirit and tell you or show you what it is that you're doing. Off, off, off. It's not a fun place to be. Depending on your state or position, that is if you're repentant or not, you will either be able to hear or see the counsel and or correction, or you will remain in pride and stay blind to the voice of God and to his gaze. So what you say indirectly and through your loud actions is that you'd rather stay in the pig pen eating the pods rather than living in the house of God, being around those who are just as messed up as you are, 
but are living in a state of repentance and humility. Pride has an extraordinarily high cost, and it can separate you from eternity with God and place you in the lowest of lowest places where the devil who is hated by everyone will dwell. Yes, in case you are wondering who my audience is, it is you, the professed Christian, who is unteachable, untrainable, lazy, or self-proclaimed. So this message isn't about me picking on you or calling out your sin or just plain bad unchristian-like behavior. This message is about me asking you if you want to stay a pig and eat the pods or if you want to get back in the saddle and ride that pig out of town. Why would you want to stay in that condition when there's so much more for you? You were designed and created for a purpose, a very specific and strategic purpose. The battle that's going on all around you has caught you up in its mess because you cannot see it's a battle. And so therefore you don't define it as a battle because you believe there's another way, another way to God. There is no other way to God except through warfare. There's no other way to God except by dying to yourself, just like Jesus died to himself and died for you, enabling you to take up the glasses and the hearing aid horn so that you can see and hear God and then do what he wants you to do. He will give you a new purpose for your Air Jordans. He removed the only thing that keeps you from being in a relationship with God, and that is sin. By your choosing to remain in pride and desiring the pig food, you're saying you don't want what he has to offer. You don't want the better things in life. You may be asking, who says such things? And I tell you that your condition is telling you and everyone around you that that's exactly what you want, in spite of whether or not you say it. But not to worry, there is hope for you. Yet, hang on, you may have only three seconds to live. So I must hurry. So the story isn't just about us being separated from God from birth, and then at some point, a few of us being authentically born again, re-entering into a relationship with the Father by the works of the Son. Nope, the story is also about having had it all, Him, and then leaving it because it got too tough. One of the reasons why this happens is because you have been on a lifelong milk journey. Another reason is that because you may not have understood the season you were in. You were not fully prepared to fight, so you ran, you ran, you ran. In fact, you're running. You're still running. And the direction you're going is straight up into a furnace, absence of the presence of God. Air Jordans are not, I say again, not flame-resistant. Look, I know the church has some blame in this because we oftentimes read the Bible looking for what we want it to say, rather than for what it actually says. Most of my messages have not crossed the path of my ears in any church I have been a part of. And when I review them, I can see why. And the why isn't a bad thing. It just requires a full life exchange, yours for his. He was already exchanged for yours. Now this is the beauty of God, as if his beauty is describable. And that is that he will send a messenger. He will send a pigeon. He will use a donkey. Maybe even your husband, not that there's any similarities, but I could be wrong on that point. Regardless, he will send you little notes telling you that he still loves you. He's not always trying to woo you back into a relationship with him. Now, if you want to remain in pride and be unrepentant of the very things that keep you separated from his love, a perfect love, then you won't understand the notes. You will attack them. You won't understand the messenger. You will attack him too. You won't understand other Christians. You will attack them too. You won't listen to worship music because you'll attack it. You'll say that I'm not ready to listen to that stuff as if it was for your ears anyway. But so that also comes from pride. Because you don't know if you have tomorrow. You may die tonight in the night. 
you think i am not ready i am not ready until it's too late to be ready how many people ended up in hell because of the line they drew in the sand you won't go to church you won't read your bible you return to all the things that led you to the pig pen in the first place but now you openly confess that these christian things won't help you how is it with his arms stretched wide on the cross can you possibly come up with or even fathom that god is not here to help you get over you i'm not totally sure what hell will be like i've listened to a couple of messages on it and it doesn't sound pleasant at all imagine experiencing an eternal dying experience but never dying all the sickness disease and curses that ever landed on this planet will be placed in that place just for those who lived a life rejecting god not wanting any part of his love and goodness i know it's crazy i lived that life for over 30 years and i know that i was stupid for it so i'm not afraid to call you stupid for it i'm so glad he waited for me and he is waiting for you so hell being a place of darkness that lacks gravity is hot and dark no one communicating because hell is absent of everything god created that involves relationships there is no resources for relief forever and after a million years of suffering in this place the next million lines up and takes the last million's place it's a never-ending place how important is your decision in your very short life when you consider where it might lead you because god knows this and we don't understand it completely and totally he sends the bird he sends the messenger he uses general revelation to try to woo you back movies books people coincidences which there are none of those little signs those little woos from god little notes in your lunch pail that the god you once knew is wooing you he is hearing you he knows where you're at he understands all your weaknesses he did create you and he's just waiting for you to make that decision how it can be such a difficult decision for us to make i am just not sure it makes no sense none of us would make that kind of a decision when making a purchase right if it was clearly obvious the difference between heaven and hell and product we would always choose heaven a thousand times over and yet when it comes to the real heaven and hell we have conflict we have questions we have fear doubt unbelief that such a place could exist either place so we try to live a life shutting it all out while heading ever towards the door of one of those two places every 24 hours that passes draws us closer to the handle one will say hello as well as the other it's your choice now was this intended to be a gospel message only if you think so but for sure it's geared for the walkaway sam and sally who once ran for god and with god and then back through an event possibly not of their choice they pulled over and did a 180 back to hotel porky return to him least you get what you want and then what you deserve well that's it for today Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of light to shine through in the people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.